Lions fans, Lions fans drink. <laughs> Lions fans know about a good, good drink. <laughs> what is you talking about? They probably got the best, the Dang best man. drinks. You know it's a uh, not right now. We yeah. gotta wait till we lose. You know it's a drink. It's a drink. Uh, I don't even know what it is, but it's set up so where it's like. It's tipsy and it's blue. I'll find the name of it for you because I can't think of it. But they you supposed to have it, you know, with a victory or a loss. But um, you know, that's how I, you know, that's how it goes. What's up, Lions fans? How y'all feel? Uh, get your drink, get your drink together. Um, we got you. We got a victory drink this week. We had a good week. It was a victory drink, boss. Erkenjerk Sports. Um, appreciate y'all uh, checking in. What is for uh, week number two, depending on uh, <laughs> how you look at it on your uh, yeah. on your listening device. It says week number. This will say week number uh, episode number three. Uh, just ignore that. Uh, you know, you can skip by. Uh, <laughs> you can skip by episode number two. Technical difficulties. You understand? Um, yeah, yes. Uh, so we are off and we are running. Uh, thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, rate, like, and subscribe on your uh, your favorite uh, listening. What's the name of it again? Because you know I'm gonna mess it up. Your favorite platform. There you go. Your favorite listening platform, ladies and gentlemen. Apple, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio. Please, iHeartRadio. Uh, Google, Stitcher, uh, Juju B, uh, Falafel, and all the other ones. <laughs> Names that don't really matter, but if you listen to them, uh, we appreciate you nonetheless. Uh, now that we've got the business of the business out the way, you, you, how, how we feeling, boss? We getting straight to it? Yeah, we gotta get straight to it. We gotta, we gotta work on our our time management. Yeah, we t- on doing two shows. Yeah, even the wife was like, "Uh, what are you doing?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "I gotta get to y'all. You got enough time?" I was like, "Sure, we gonna have to make it happen." Yeah, it's okay though. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't need that much time. We guys got we gotta get get the get the groove going because the the uh, regular. OG Irk and Jerk, the black and the black and green one. Um, if you don't listen, go check us out, Irk and Jerk. Um, that show we kind of got a groove, so I know Sunday afternoon we in there. But this Monday night joint, this Monday night joint. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we ain't got no Monday night footballs this week. It's gonna I be mean, like it's, it's gonna be like a Monday afternoon type of. It's gonna be like a Monday afternoon thing. But we'll get it figured out. We'll, you know, that's we, we'll yeah. pull the curtain back behind the scenes. Um, so this weekend in Lions, uh, Lions football, brother, uh, we had a, another episode of, uh, Hard Knocks, this, the, the, the second episode, the follow up to the boom stick that had everybody all in their feelings and their nipples and, yeah. uh, oh, you know, it was the greatest episode of all time and, you know, just dipping in bronze and all that good stuff. Um, so mm-hmm. episode, episode number two. Uh, we had a few uh, a few highlights, a few things that uh, I liked, and I'm not sure if you you enjoyed the same thing. So uh, as usual, I will toss you the mm-hmm. ball. Uh, what did you see that you liked in uh, Hard Knocks episode two? I will I will say I enjoyed this one better because this was m- more football-y. This one actually had a game in it. 
and the we actually had it was more sports driven. The first episode was like a movie, like it just had like crescendo. <laughs> You know, it had like a plot. It had a plot twist. Like it was just had a whole bunch of extra. Now it didn't get me hype. I ain't even gonna hold you up. It was Lions of the Super Bowl after the first episode. But then that second episode, we caught an L. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it showed that L that we did take to let us know we got some. Yeah, that piping hot L. So um, I did. I did appreciate. It's a piping hot L, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that good L, but. Um, I will say I appreciate HBO coming through because you can tell the quality is a little different from Inside the Den. Yeah, and Inside the Den is very good, by the way. Uh, for those Lions right. fans who don't who don't check that out, uh, I'm not even sure. Oh, on YouTube, yeah, uh, get you go to YouTube and Detroit Lions and and uh, subscribe and hit the bell so you can uh, see those when they come out because the Lions have one of the better uh, uh, better uh, AV teams in the league, and it's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, HBO is HBO. It's just like, you know, it's the big leagues, and they, and they, and they definitely come to play. So we definitely appreciate it. Um, some of the things that – one of the things that I, you know, that I took away from it, um, we had the uh, – of the Dan Campbell speech at the beginning of the, I think it was towards the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. where uh, he's explaining um, he was uh, a member of the Cowboys and he was uh, getting undressed towards the end of a game. And then all of a sudden, a lot of the tight ends mm-hmm. uh, started getting injured and he's like, Oh snap. And he had to go ahead and put on his gear back. Cause he had to get back in the game. Cause he said, Jason yeah, Witten wasn't, he up. wasn't running out there. And he said that, to um, tell his players to be ready, be ready and be prepared because this was, you never know. He, this was the only way he was going to be mad. Yeah. That's what, that's how he started out. If you're not engaged in the game. And I think this, and the reason mm-hmm. why, you know, it kind of stuck out to me is because it speaks to um, Dan Campbell's credibility because, and I, I know, and I, I'm not even sure who I stole this from, but it's something I would have I would have gotten there on my own, so I'll take it. But if uh, if Fat Patricia says that same thing, that you know the players aren't going to hear that the same way because it's almost like it's it's a messaging mm-hmm. rap where he could he could have got Patricia would have got him there and said, "Oh, you guys need to do this, you guys need to do that," and it would have been like, "Man, shut your," you know, you know how they would have hit him. But it's like when Dan Campbell say it, they like he hit it with it. He hit it with a relating story and like this is what I did and this is what I was on the grind doing. And then it's just like it's a different mess. It's the same message, but a different delivery, and it's appreciated differently. And I think mm-hmm. that it it just it just speaks to how well built this coaching staff is. It has a lot of credibility. And, you know, like I said, who knows mm-hmm. how it'll turn out in the long run because Bill Belichick didn't play but uh, five seconds in the league and he has all the credibility. So, you know, it works. It works. Right. It works all different ways. I'm just hoping, and I know that we all hope that this works uh, for us. Um, a lot of people were um, – uh, interested in in the uh, interaction between uh, Deuce Staley and DeAndre Swift, mm-hmm. um, where mm-hmm. he needed to uh, was he coaching him too? Yeah, hard? was he coaching him too hard? And it, it made it look like oh, was uh, you know was Swift really into the game? And I didn't think that was fair because we don't know how everybody operates. Some people need to be gassed up to be their best. 
you know, it doesn't mean that they're engaged. Mm-hmm. It's unengaged. It's just different. Some people look like they come on the. I so. Yeah. I wa- I watched it again uh, before we, we we started the pod, and when he was in the game, he kept telling them to go inside, go inside, mm-hmm. and then they replayed the play, and I was like, "Where's inside at?" Like I couldn't find the gap he was talking about to go inside, mm-hmm. and then when he scored the touchdown, he came back and said. He didn't even say good job. He just said, you got to stay disciplined. Go inside. He was going to score a touchdown. I'm thinking he scored a touchdown. So he was petty enough to go get his surface, pull up the play, and show every one of the running backs how he could have went inside and scored a touchdown as Mm -hmm. he scored a touchdown. I agree with, you know, some people need tough love, but at the same time, as a manager... I see he, a coach and a manager is kind of mm-hmm. the same, you know, with teaching your, your people. Yeah. And you got to make it a compliment sandwich. He could have said, good job, however. Yeah. Not, bring your ass in. <laughs> Take it inside. Like, no, what, what are you doing, yeah. bro? Like, that was the only problem I did have with it. But I don't mind the tough coach. Yeah, I, I agree, especially, that's a good call Um, for, the, you know, anybody who's ever who's listening who's ever been in management um my boss flipped that on me years ago and i didn't know that that was and that was an essential tool where he had to my boss had to chastise me on something or correct something more to the extent but what he did was Mm -hmm. in the beginning of the meeting he hit like you said it was the sandwich he came in and said hey you know what I, you know, when you did that such and such commercial, man, that was really dope with the such and such, such, such. He was like, that was dope. He was like, but what I need you to do is correct A, B, and C when you do this and this. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay, so if you tighten that mm-hmm. up. And he was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, too. Such and such was good, too, at the end of the day. So I walked out. I was like, oh, wait. Yeah, I, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Did he? What the? I'm gonna, <laughs> I was like, did I just get cussed out? But then he said I did a good job. Oh, I got to change this up. Mm-hmm. And then you go, okay. But you walked out knowing what you had to, to do. Yeah, to, to 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 correct and and I and I can tell you, yeah. I remember exactly what, it, and it's been like twelve years, and I remember exactly what my boss said because it was something you know, I had mm-hmm. butchered the name of a city when I first moved to Chicago, and he corrected me because he said, "I want you to sound like you live here." That was the whole purpose. I I'll never mm-hmm. forget the conversation, mm-hmm. and you know that's just how that works. So that's a good call. That's a good call by you to, to uh, recognize that because I do remember when he got that surface. And I I got it to the point where he was explaining it for all the running backs because now that makes more mm-hmm. sense after seeing game two, which we'll get to in a second. But that kind of makes, you know, mm-hmm. more more sense on that. Um, also, uh, well, I'm going to let you cook because um, – uh, once again, and we once again in episode two, your white defensive lineman was highlighted. Hey man, him and yes, him Lord. and his uh, him um, and his uh, oddly attractive mother. <laughs> somebody said and his yeah, and his sister and his yeah. sister. <laughs> Yeah, the sister, they all like you can tell the sister going. She's Miss Michigan, bro. I didn't know she was a Miss Michigan. I didn't know yeah. that. I'm like, oh, oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I Man, caught that family is some overachievers. I'm like, like the daddy was the all American uh, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Like hey. his family is doing 
the most. Is is doing the most. Hey, fam. The, the, oh, we didn't even. Fam, we both blowing it. We both blowing it right now. Because we missed, we missed one key point. I didn't write it down. I didn't say it. But if we mm-hmm. don't talk about the greatness that is John Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, his daddy. Oh, it was gonna get yeah. With, yeah. Hey, ah, and I didn't write it down when I when I did it. Up. I for, I almost forgot, ah, bro. I almost forgot. Man. So uh, for those of you show. who didn't see it, Amon Ross St. Brown, one of a wide, one of our wide receivers, uh, they spotlighted his father, who's a former uh, bodybuilder. He trains he trains Amon Ra and his other brother, Aquimina St. Brown, who plays. Uh, for the bear. So they did this montage where everybody got shirt off. Everybody looked rocked up and working out. And you got the daddy training them. And then the daddy just goes off and snaps talking about some. He uh-huh. get tired of telling people how he trained his sons and he get them right. He said, you got to get in the gym. He said, and I don't understand why Kevin Durant keep blowing his Achilles. Everybody said, dang, bro, why you shoot on Kevin Durant for no reason? Yeah, he caught that stray, that caught, stray bullet. Caught a stray bullet. Kevin Durant was sitting around chilling. And he wondered why his mentions went up on a Tuesday night. Because that man said he ain't did a calf lift never. <laughs> yeah, he ain't did his calf raises at yeah. all. Just brought KD out yeah. of nowhere. And then, then you look at KD legs. And one, he ain't did a calf raise. And two, he ain't put no lotion on. Oh, my God. So them two things that he needs to go ahead and straighten yeah. up. I know he way richer and more pettier than me, mm. but... He make it real easy with that hair and them ash legs. That was funny, bro. I forgot about that. And what made me think about it when we were talking about Richard and and uh, Aiden and his uh, his extra beautiful family, there was a quick little scene where uh, uh, mm-hmm. Amara's father and his okay. and his wife was sitting in the stands, and he was sitting there going, "He said, yeah." He said, "Aiden, Aiden family ain't sitting in those stands. They, they up in, they up in the seat. They up in the mm-hmm. box seats. And then they cut to the box seats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you seen the family in there? And they was in there. And then they alluded to the sister said, this is different in Michigan. We're not outside. We're in the, uh, we're in the booth. <laughs> I was like, ding, 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 ding. Yep. That's what that twenty-three million dollar signing bonus like to get going. you. Yes, sir." Yeah, yeah. but I also want to hit like the football field. First of all, mm-hmm. Aiden and his first three plays, the first three plays basically made him PFF darling. Um, but like I told you in the week, because sorry, audience, that we are like the last show for last week's show because the time when we do the show. So we're talking about last week when a new episode come out tomorrow. And then mm-hmm. in a week from now, we'll talk about tomorrow's episode. Mm-hmm. But that that's formulaic because when football season starts, then this will make more sense with this time. There you but, go. Um, yeah, with, with Aiden and their, their three, those three plays, like you could tell, okay, we got something. But then as Atlanta marched down the field with their mediocre quarterback, it shows yeah. how much further... We need to go on defense because Aiden can only do so much. Um, we need Harris to do some stuff. But I will say a bright spot was my man Rodrigo. And we talk about how Deuce is coaching coaching uh, Swift. Mm-hmm. Shep is coaching Rodriguez on some. He's coaching his whole room on shaming them. 
for putting the rookie in. He sure did. <laughs> it's like, it was amazing to see. He was shaming his rookie. He room. said, this man about to take your job. That's <laughs> basically what he told him. He was like, I'm doing everything I can to not put this rookie in, and y'all not helping me. And I'm like, oh, my God. Hey. He is talking to you, number 40. <laughs> number, There will be no, I'm going to be out. Let me go ahead and tell you, spoiler alert. When the final 53-man roster come out, there will be no number 40. Number 40 going to be. Golly, man. He's going to be on this podcast with us. He can't see. <laughs> number 40. Jared Davis is like wild thing. From what was the movie called? Major League? Yeah. He needs some glasses. Like he would be he would turn in to to uh, oh. Roquan Smith <laughs> if he put some glasses on. Cause he runs past gaps yeah, and pass like he'll be running towards the quarterback and the running back already gone. <laughs> We'd no be like, sense. where are he you going, big time. fella? You, you just like, oh, I ran fast and I got that. <laughs> Fam, you out of bounds, brother. What happened? What's going on? Man, that is actually funny. You compared that man to Charlie Sheen. If he get cut and all of a sudden he get like a, a eye surgery and it becomes an all pro, I'm going to cry. Yeah, I'm going to be mad. I'm going I'm to cry. So as much as we put up with, Twice. we haven't put up with a player like this in my life. Like, he came back like you brought a, a deadbeat dad back, and he kept doing the same stuff that got him kicked <laughs> out the first time. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Hey, it's so funny to hear, like, the sport, the, uh, the, the, the beat writers daily. To hear them like their reports on what happened, they'd be like Jared Davis. All of them be like, ah, so here's what happened with Jared Davis. <laughs> it's like this is what happened with this play, and then it happened, and then this man ran over here twelve yards. We like we over here, brother. He like, oh <laughs> my bad. I just bless his heart, bless his heart. He might make. He's such a good guy, that's man. What he, but he seemed like he just missing something. And he's gonna be an awesome analyst. I can, <laughs> but I don't no, want him. Don't. I don't want him. Be a great person in the community. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't think I want him diagnosing a play. He'd be like, oh, so he, wait, wait, no, 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 mm -hmm. it's over here, brother. It's over here. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, he went through the A-gap. like, no, that was a sweep, bro. But yeah. Like, wait, man, uh. You did kind of remind me that um, it's so funny that we are, in, a, in theory, we're a week behind because of the way this is set up. But it's only for preseason, and we only got one more game, ladies and gentlemen. So this won't be, mm -hmm. this will be, uh, very current and very in line with the rest of uh, your pot, your Lions podcast. If you consume Lions podcasts like we do, um, they usually come out on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And that's when ours will be out. So we'll all be, you know, we'll be in line. So you can kind of consume them all at once to get your, your Lions feel. But um, back to the field. Um, yeah. Uh, the Lions uh, offense. I, I feel like we talked about it, but I know we didn't. But let's just go over it that the Lions' mm -hmm. first team offense uh, looked looked very efficient. Uh, Jared Goff handled his business. Mm -hmm. um, the offensive line, the line they look they look solid, and um, that was great to see. Oh, because yeah, we did talk about this last week because we had watched the game. That's right, and the game was fresh, but we was a week. We're, behind. We sure did. Sorry, so we're not, gonna, we're not going. We're not going. We're not going. We're not going to bore you with that. But we did want to um, highlight that. Uh, Hard knocks highlighted all of those things 
And, uh, you know, there you go. And we can we can move forward into the next week, ladies and gentlemen, which takes us to the joint practices mm -hmm. that we had, which was in Grant Park in Indianapolis, uh, where our Lions uh, went on and had uh, joint practices uh, with the Indianapolis Colts. So for those of you who don't know uh, what joint practices are, I mean, I guess they're kind of self-explanatory, where different teams around the NFL uh, practice with different uh, different teams around the league, and it goes on for two or three days. And uh, the the purpose of this is to um, work out your kinks against other players that aren't yours. Because a lot of times during training camp, you're you're playing and you don't have on pads, and you're practicing, and you start hitting your own players, and then you get tired of that. And these cats are warriors; they want to go at it. So it's good for them to. Uh, hit other players that aren't on their team, number one, but it's good for the coaches to uh, see them in, in in real live drills against other teams so they can stop and, and work things out or run certain plays uh, and, uh, you know, focus on the red zone or focus on individual, individual battles. So um, I know you heard what I heard, but it, uh, towards the two days, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, um, the first day, uh, the the defense got the brakes beat off. The Lions defense got the brakes beat off of them. Uh, by the uh the Colts. Oh, they Colts starting offensive line, uh, offensive team, and they just they they didn't they didn't look good. Uh, the line got beat up. Um, the defensive backs really got cooked. Which you know, based on the game, the Falcons game that we saw, we kind of knew that that was uh something that mm -hmm. you know was probably going to be in the books. But then the next day, uh, that Thursday, uh, they cleaned it up. Uh, the line looked good, uh, specifically uh, I, I, all over the place, of course. But I know Aline McNeil uh, uh, drew a lot of praise from uh, a lot of the, the Indianapolis dancing, writers. Yeah. They said, who is this guy? And they said, we got to look. 5-4 is somebody we got to account for. And I think that's just good to hear. That um, hopefully he's gonna be he's gonna be that stud on the line that uh, we want to see. Um, we heard that Okuda looked good, um, breaking up a lot of passes against uh, it's Anthony Pittman. I had almost forgot his name. Uh, one of the starting wide receivers um, for the Colts. Uh, do we? Uh, I think we heard Rodrigo looked pretty good in practice as well too. Yeah, we heard um, the last. What did they do? The two minute. Yeah, drill? The, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. And, the two minute drill. And, and Indianapolis didn't it, score. Oh, it was eight. They, I think they ran eight consecutive plays in the. No, it was 12, twelve. Twelve. Okay, plays, there you go. Plays. Twelve consecutive plays in the red zone, and uh, came, they came up with nothing in the in that Thursday uh, practice session. So you love to see it. You, you love to see it. You love to hear it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and kudos to all the beat writers who are who are out there. Uh, you know, on the on the field and, and getting this information back to us because it's like we got real jobs, so it's not like we can get out there. So when they get out there and they let us know things and then them and then they tweet them and then we get them. You know, we filter it out and we get it back to you so we can uh, let you guys know. What I've done, what I did this week though, was I actually watched the Indianapolis Colts feeds. Mm -hmm. Um, because I, you know, they they egg you up with the, with the lions, and I just wanted to see what did we look like from the other end, and there was a lot of cooking going on um, from from their end. 
um, that we didn't see on the Lions. But for the fact of the matter, there was a lot of highlights on that Wednesday. Mm-hmm. There were two highlights <laughs> on Thursday. They they did they had a it was real sparse, so you could tell that they weren't lying about the Lions doing better uh, the next day. So that was good to see. Did you see? Jamal Williams and number 44 going at Yeah, the backup, one of the back. I can't think of the brother's name. I, I apologize, but that backup linebacker. There you go, him. The one who may not even make the team was talking spicy. Yeah. They, uh, It was just they were doing a one-on-one drill, and they got into it, and they were getting verbal and chirping. And it's just like, I, I don't know, because you and I, we. it's not like we were football warriors, but we've both been on the field at some point in time in our lives, at Little League at least. Uh, I never asked you that. That's the side. I mean, that's a big side question. I never made it past little league, and I and I just didn't practice with my my high school team. But um, yeah, you, if you've ever been on a field a day in your life, you know that's just standard. Yeah, I played my whole my whole high school. Okay, yeah. I actually got I got a letter. <clears throat> my first letter came from Nebraska. I had got a letter from Nebraska in Army, but I gonna... knew I wasn't growing anymore. Mm-hmm. You was going to be so a coin husker. My football career, I already knew I was done. That's funny. Mo Williams, I went to Persian High School. Mo Williams went to Persian High School, and so did Larry Foote. They both went to Michigan, and I saw them in real life and knew <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> Ain't they? they were a little, a lot bigger than me. Not a little, and but a lot. Foote was athletic. Ridiculous. We played on the baseball team. Foot was throwing like 70 miles per hour as a pitcher. And I'm like, these dudes build different. Yeah. It is fun. Isn't it funny when, like, when you're bigger like us, and we're not going to take long on this. You're bigger, like, you know, we're bigger guys. And I was in high school, too, because I'm like six feet, 300 pounds, right? And you run, you think you're, you think you have size until you run up on a line, a real lineman. And like I'll never forget, yeah. I worked at Radio Shack, and Gilbert Brown walking. Remember Gilbert Brown? And he walked in, yeah. and I said, "Oh snap, Gilbert Brown!" He was like, "What's up, little brother?" And he took my hand and engulfed his whole hand in the mine like I was a child, bro, and shook my hand like I was a baby, like I was a baby, baby. And I just said, and I remember going, "Fam, what would I have done if they had said block him, except scream?" Yeah. Except nah. that's all I would have done is scream nah. as he would have put me in the ground. And I would have been like, oh, that's how some of them cats be like, I retired. Because they'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's over. But um, I don't know. I, I just. Yeah, you had to. I don't know how I came across that John Henderson when he had the, the trainer slapping him. And I'm looking at this man like, this is what this is what football is about. When he was like, I need blood in my mouth, Jerry. I need you to slap me till I'm bleeding out my mouth. And then that's what he do to go on the field. I'm like, my mentality, the mentality of a football player is something that if you're not in it, you and you're not on that level, don't even try it. Yeah. Because you in there with the goons, the gorillas, for real. And you will get, yeah, you'll get hurt. <laughs> So yeah, seriously. Yeah, back to Jamal and them. I'm not. I'm not mad when you know you got you got to do what you got to do and whatever gets both of them hyped to to chirp to talk to get and be they best they best on the field. Um, hey, knock yourself out. 
Uh, so that leads mm-hmm. into preseason game uh, number two, uh, where they decided to fight it out on the field for real, and uh, the Lions prevail, twenty-seven twenty-six in the game, which was the smaller part of the smaller part of what we we wanted to see. But it was the first win since two thousand eighteen, bro. Uh, a preseason win. Yeah, five years of so we losing. just you know we take it how we we take it how we can get it, but um so. Mm-hmm. Uh, our backup quarterbacks, uh, David Blau and Tim Boyle, uh, split time. Uh, both looked somewhat efficient in their own ways. Uh, David Blau was 16 for 22 mm-hmm. with 76 yards and a touchdown uh, in the first half. Uh, he ended in the ended the first half on a nice on a nice drive where he found uh, Tommy yeah, Kennedy in was. the back of the end zone. Um, well, Tom Kennedy had about seven touchdowns. <laughs> my man, my man, and uh, Tim oh, Tim man. Boyle went twelve for fifteen with uh, ninety nine yards and a touchdown. But the the star of the game would have been the uh, our stout backup offensive line because let it be known that none of the starters none of the offensive starters play a down in this game and it was good it was good because mm-hmm. we don't really get the chance to see our backups uh in this type of forum so the uh, the starting line got a, uh, the backup line got a chance uh to work together um we saw uh uh Everett Brown look like a stud uh Dan Skipper Look mm-hmm. like a stud, uh, Logan Stenberg, looking like a stud. Uh, That's the first time you will ever say that. <laughs> Stenberg always looking like a bum, uh, and he came in road grade. Yeah. He looked like Kentucky Stenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You love you lo- you love to see it, and so the off the defense. Uh, excuse me, the offense. The de- the offense ran for. I think it was 18 carries for 174 yards. Did I get that right? Because I hate messing up stats. Only 18 carries? That, I think that, it was 33. You know what? 18 carries. Excuse me. That's my notes. 18 carries was the first half. <laughs> it ended. Yeah, I'm about to say it, it was. I uh, excuse me. It ended up being. Uh, it ended up being 33 carries for 174 yards. My bad. Uh, <laughs> But the best the best part of it was is that all of the all of the running backs, uh, the carries were pretty much evened out. All the running backs got seven carries. So uh, Je- Justin okay. Jackson seven carries for fifty four yards. Craig Reynolds went. Who's I'm I was really excited to see because he's going to be the one who probably spells the most when uh, Swift and Williams yeah. aren't playing. Seven carries for thirty seven yards. Uh, Godwin equal Buke seven for thirty two. And uh, Jamar Jefferson seven carries for twenty five, and then you know Blau and Boyle had a couple had a couple scrambles in the game, but that you know that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, that was exciting to see. Um, the wide receiver battle is you know it's it's really battling for like one last spot um, because you know the top four are locked up with uh, Chark. Um, uh, who uh, Chark, uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, uh, Josh Reynolds, and uh, Khalif Raymond. It looks to be the the four that mm-hmm. are gonna get the first four spots, and so we may carry a fifth one. Who do you think gonna get that? You think you think uh, Tom Kennedy uh, mediocre trying is gonna go ahead and get that last spot? <clears throat> 
or he gonna go so here's to here's what I've heard, and this is like I said because we have uh, awesome beat writers. The thing is, is that Tom Kennedy is playing excellent. He's making plays, so he's making it hard for them to cut him. However, what he does not do is yeah. uh, special teams. Special teams. And uh, yeah. he's not, he, they're trying to work him in at Gunner, but it's not really working because if he's that fifth wide receiver, he's not going to play like that. He's only going to be there in a kind of semi-emergency basis. So you need he needs to be able to excel in special teams to uh uh to make the team excuse me over uh uh Quintez Cephas who he's probably fighting it out for because I don't think either one of uh, he fighting it out in his mind like Professor Xavier because he can't ever stay healthy. yeah that which is unfo- which is unfortunate because I think he has the skills and I, I'd rather see him uh I like his I like his yeah. size and his game can you can you update me on is he day to day? Is he on the pup? He not he can't be on the pup because he already played a game, right? Or did he play that? No, he didn't play last week. No, he and hasn't played. Where, where is he I doing? think he's. I need to get more clarity on the rules for that. But uh, he's eligible. I think he may be eligible for the pup list. Something's going to have to happen where somebody's got to go on a list and somebody's got to get snuck. That's not a word, but they're going to try to put him on the practice squad. So we'll see. And you got to sneak him on the practice squad without nobody else knowing that he's going, or they're going to. And then, you know, and then he'll be gone. But but you know what? All teams do it because it's happening now because the cutdowns are happening. Because I think we're at eighty. They needed to get to eighty today, and then they just need to keep going down. And Mm -hmm. big cuts are going to happen after the game on Sunday. Um, Shout out to the defensive line too. uh, against uh, the Colts, they had a, they had a good game. Indianapolis only finished with thirty yards rushing for the game. So uh, the defensive line, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the de- the uh, the backup defensive line looks stout. I-, I think you love to see it because mm-hmm. for the first time, and this is why this is important. Everybody goes, "What the hell we care about backups?" And this is why you should care about backups because at any given point in time, that the Lions have never really had depth. And now they're building the team. They're layering it like a sandwich. We just haven't gotten to that good piece of steak yet. We've only got like a little piece of it yet because once you layer your team with Mm -hmm. solid players, after that becomes the star players. And we don't have – we're getting that top-line talent. Now, some of it we have to develop and some of it we have to draft and some of it we have to get in free agency. But that's the next – that's the next step of building a successful team because that's what happens. Any team that you get successful because you're going, the NFL is a rough, like we mentioned earlier, is rough and tumble warriors. You're going to have, you're going to have multiple situations where your, uh, your star players or your frontline players are going to go down. Uh, just like last year when our, uh, when our center Frank Ragnow went down and uh, ever, ever, or is it Evan? I can't think of it right now. Evan Brown uh, steps in and becomes one of the more and looks like one of the more solid centers in the league. That's what you you need that to be seamless. And I think that's what we're building where when somebody goes down that next man up mentality, we're not looking going, who is this bum and why are they here and why are they getting toasted? Uh, you know, like a piece of bread. We don't need we don't need that in our lives. We don't need that in our lives as Lion fans. We're tired of it, 
and you know we're ready for it. Now, do we have that top line talent yet? No, and that leads me to where we did not look good, which was the back five, which you know uh, uh, Nick Foles and Sam Ellinger were the quarterbacks for the Colts, and they kind of uh, tossed the ball tossed the ball around a yard a little bit because they knew they weren't going to run. Mm-hmm. And I know they have a better attack when they have their starting line. And that's not, you know, that's not important. But the fact that, you know, it felt like when they needed to get something, when they needed to make a play, including the last touchdown in the fourth quarter, they just got what they wanted when they wanted. And for the second time, which he's probably going to get cut, uh, Cedric Boswell gives up a, 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 a last second uh, touchdown and and oh, you just it was man. like oh here you go it's this guy again, but the Lions stood tall in the two point conversion, uh, and that's how they were able to pull out the victory. But like I said, uh, that doesn't count. You know, for a lot of people, they say it doesn't. You know, nobody cares about the preseason. Damn that! And I'm gonna tell you why, because we're the Lions, and we need every little bit of positive juice and energy we can get. Mm -hmm. So anybody who, I don't care if it's Valenny, Rico, or anybody else who wants to tell you that, oh, oh, this is nothing because you never know, you never know, that's fine. We, We need it, the Lions need it as a team and an organization, and we need it as fans to get on the good foot to get behind this team. And that's something that people who are passionate about this team, like Vinny and I are, that's something that we can tell you because, you know, we got ears and boots on the ground. So when we get a little hype over this little bitty morsel of something, then, you know, let us have that because it's going to get it's going to get us Mm -hmm. us and other fans who aren't as engaged as we are into the into the season. And then that's what you need, brother. I don't know how you feel about it. Um, but that's, 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 no, 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 I totally, what is the, what was the, what was our last pick name? The, uh, the safety, uh, you either talking about Kirby, um, talking about Kirby Joseph. Nah, not Kirby Joseph. It is. Oh, Chase. Chase. You talking about Chase, Chase Lucas, Chase Lucas, the cornerback out of, I think it was Arizona state. Uh, yeah, I heard he's been looking okay. He's been showing, he's been showing Mm -hmm. glimpses. Glimpses of, of, of hope. It's it's funny that we still can't hit on our on our second round draft. Yeah, but these late round and undrafted free agent uh, DBs, they mm-hmm. they are showing something. Like like oh man, um, our 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 war room really keys in well, and our they really key well yeah. on on these shout out to our uh, our. DBs. Are, uh, 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 I'm not even sure what you call that. And, or I'm, at least I'm drawing a blank. Uh, the scouts, excuse me, the scouts who, uh, who, uh-huh. who find these players, you know, they're the ones with, you know, out there, you know, <laughs> going to these games, going to these random games. Cause you know, who's going to Valdosta state and Arizona state and all the other games. Those are, <laughs> those are our scouts, ladies and gentlemen, who go out there and then they bring this information back. But, um, you know, shout out to them. Shout out to uh, Aaron Glenn. Shout mm-hmm. out to Aubrey Preston, our uh, defensive backs coach, who uh, who are coaching who are coaching these guys up. And we need it because I don't think that they have the the, the front line talent that that we need. Because I think, you know, Okuda, mm-hmm. I think he's got the the speed, which is what they said is going to make him elite. They said because Owari is nice. It's, it's between the ears right but, now. But uh, 
Yeah, but Okuda's but Okuda's got the speed. We're gonna need that. We're gonna need him. We're gonna need Jerry Jacobs. We're gonna need Owarie. We're gonna need you know gonna need everything. All hands on deck. We're gonna need Will Harris. We're gonna need Will. Don't be forgetting about Will yeah, Harris. Will Harris to look like something. Yeah. Um, all these guys. It's gonna be it's gonna be exciting to see um, how it looks come game come game one. Even though, spoiler alert, uh, I'm not I'm not looking to for. I don't think we're gonna have that W in game one. But I'm still looking for you know growth. We we still can get off. It's a bad matchup. Yeah, I, we yeah. I want to game one is a bad yeah, matchup. And you know, do your homework. That's against the Eagles. We'll we'll break that. We'll break that down when the time comes in, in, in three weeks and 17 days. So uh, we'll be here for that. Uh, so, my brother, we're going to uh, look to next week. Or did we shout out? Did we? Yeah, did we shout out Jeff Okuda for looking good? He played 14 plays, looked solid. They didn't want to uh, – they looked like they didn't want the smoke with him in that game. And that was probably based on the joint practice. So uh, shout out to Jeff Okuda, yeah. I, you know. Who's only had ten fam ten games in three years in his in his NFL career? So he's still he hasn't even played a full. Oh no, it's, it's in two years, right? <clears throat> well, this ten is year three. This, this the first the year. Yeah, yeah. This is the third year. Excuse me. This is third year. So I'm about um, to say, shoot, he coming up with contract, but yeah. For a minute. So um, you know, shout out to him and looking good and you know coming back and. And, and being ready and being ready to ball because, like you said, you you mentioned if he can be serviceable, we don't need him to be Jalen Ramsey. It would be nice, yeah. but to be serviceable and be available, I'm still hoping for Jalen Ramsey. But big. yeah, we'll see how that goes because, like you said, we you mentioned our second round picks, Levi Onsarike. I heard someone say uh, we still we still looking for him in the streets. I don't know where. Where he's at, I don't know. Where uh, our second round pick from this His year, name is Josh Levi. Levi, are you okay? <laughs> oh no, that man got a nickname already. Yeah, oh my god! Oh no. Bless his heart. Him and Josh Pascal is somewhere having a sandwich somewhere. Ah man, they are yeah, they out here eating going to crab. Oh shop. my god. So, you know, uh the Saints who are listening to us, uh pray <laughs> pray for our second round picks. Cause it don't look like we're gonna see any of them when the season starts. So uh we'll see we'll see how that goes. Um so we look next week, uh the third and final preseason game. Um the Bills, uh, they look like they've been. Are we looking? Are, is even the second the second? You know uh, what? I am. I apologize. I put that on the thing. We are not playing the Bills. We're playing the Steelers. My bad. That's about to say because we're playing the Bills for. Uh, we're playing like the Bills like Thanksgiving or something. That's my bad. Um, hey, we work. Hey, look. You know what? We work. You just working out the kinks. That's all. Working out the kinks. <laughs> I t- and I typed it out too. That's my. I'm going to hold the L up on that. When I typed it up, I'm getting ready to break it down, tell you how they've been cooking during the preseason, and then we ain't even <laughs> looking like we playing the Bills. Deadly. Ladies and gentlemen, the we, Steelers, the Steelers. we're playing the Steelers on Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse me. We're playing the Steelers. So uh, that's what we that's where we're at, and that's what we have to look 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 to. Um you know, I don't. I have. We. It's too early in the week, 
So we haven't heard who is and who isn't going to play. It's so funny that because do they have joint practices this week? No, no, no joint practices that I that I know of right now, and I could be wrong on that. So um, obviously, if I'm putting the, we're playing the bill, so I can be wrong on that. But I doubt it. I would think I would have known. But um, what we're looking and it's and the reason why I say it's so hard to know what we're looking for is that every team is doing something different, bro. We Remember, we used to have, well, we had four preseason games, right? You had that first one where you kind of have your starters play the first two series, right? Maybe two series. That second one, you ain't had nobody do nothing. The third one was the game everybody locked in on, where you had your starters play for the whole first quarter half and then a like the first series of the third quarter, and then the fourth game, nobody played. So now you got uneven crap where the Lions didn't play nobody, but the Bills, that's probably what I was thinking about them, the Bills played their first team uh, for their first series, and then another team would play their series, but you got other teams who won't even put their people in the jerseys. It's all over the place, ladies and gentlemen. So I think we're just we're figuring it out as we go along. So this is the last game. We have not heard who is or isn't going to play uh, from Dan Campbell yet, and I'm sure he will let us know. But um, as of right now, you know, let's keep it generic. I want to see health. Of course, we always want to see health. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see uh, continued work and growth in the in the back five. Who's ever out there, you know? Mm-hmm. And because it didn't matter with the offensive line, with who was out there, they were still yeah. And that's what you want to see with 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 the uh, the defensive backs, because if we're going to continue to run this um uh four this four two five. This four two five defense, you know, you want to see that, and you want to see. I'm sorry, and you also want to see some uh, growth, knowledge, and uh, speed from uh, the linebackers. You want to see continued growth from I want to see Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Yes, sir, and uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, and you want to see uh, Derek Barnes. Uh, I'm sure your other favorite player, Thor, uh, Alex Anzalone. I don't, he won't. I'm, he won't touch the field. Uh, but Jared Davis will. And the bad thing is, they keep saying, they keep saying, yeah, because Anzalone is our best linebacker. And I'm sitting here like, oh my God, we are done. <laughs> He's a team like, favorite because golly, he, he grasped the defense. I mean, that's they say that's what that man is. So uh, I'm going to. That means he's going to be the coach. He's going he gonna to be a coach, coaching in his future. So we'll see. We'll, de- we'll definitely, we'll definitely see, uh, <laughs> yeah, boy, yeah, boy, Thor. I think that's funny. Um, so, uh, like and we have, man, but yeah, and we got another episode of uh, uh, Hard Knocks coming up. Um, just looking for, looking to see, look, <laughs> character development. I want to see who they're going to single out because I think now they're going to focus on a couple new stories, and I think now. Especially heading into the third game, they're probably going to start singling out a couple players that are going to be fringe or on the on the cusp. And I bet you, I think Tom Kennedy is going to get his uh his day in the sun. Has to be. Yeah, I think this is going to be the Tom Kennedy. What's his name? Liv Liv Shriver. Yeah. What's the dude who narrates? Yeah, Liv Shriver. Yeah, that's his name. He gonna he gonna and and Tom Kennedy. Tom Kennedy. I, I hear it now. And, and Tom Kennedy, and he's going to be, like, eating a sandwich or something to his family 
and they're gonna be like living on the east side of Detroit because you don't make that side note. I just I can see it now. Side note, I love me some Liv Shriver, aka for those of you who don't know who that is. If you've watched Ray Donovan on Showtime, um, he's yeah, the voiceover man, for Hard Knocks, and I, I and being a fellow voiceover, I you know I gut I gush over when he does his work, and the fact that they see it uh, in what inside the den that he's doing, they're sending him this uh, script, and he's in Italy doing it. I said, hey man, must be nice. Live your life, live your life, sir. <laughs> um, so Man. yeah, I think that's um that's that's it. That's it, that's all. Uh you know, that's where we're at right now. Uh you feel good? You feel good? I this one this one went a little bit more smooth. Um we still gotta get the kinks out. We still aren't we still don't have the chemistry as as OG Eric and Jack. But it's more of we have to pay attention mm-hmm. to, to this show. The other one, you told me you don't you don't need to pay attention, but this show needs more structure. Because Urgy Jerk, OG, we we all over the place. Mm-hmm. This one, we got to kind of stay more streamlined on what exactly is going on. I think we on. just need to be. And we can't just be talking about. We're good. We're good. We're good. We just need to be awake, and then this is gonna get. We gonna get. Hey, guess what? <laughs> it's it's pre it's preseason. It's preseason for the Lions, and it's preseason for us. And guess what? The point of preseason is to do It's to get better, baby. Get better. And that's what we gonna do, baby. Yeah. We gonna get better and better. And y'all need to keep listening. So as we close it out, I'm gonna tell y'all what y'all need to do. Y'all need to go ahead and jump on this train right now by rate, liking, and subscribing on your favorite listening platform to Irk and Jerk Sports. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Look for the blue icon with two brothers. One with the hat who needs to be bald and the other one uh, with the long hair that don't care. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. You feel good? We do- You got anything else you want to get off your chest? We good. Okay. I know on this show, I need to do the end. Irk and Jerk. And we're out. <laughs> uh, Irk and Jerk Podcast. Podcast. Podcast.